Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Raise your hand if you are a Be Real user. <laughs> I always love picturing uh, everybody on the other side, like in their room by themselves, just like raising their hand in their room. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Be Real from like a marketing perspective. Um, plot twist, I don't use Be Real and I personally uh, don't really think that their their model is sustainable, but... I do think the concept is really good. I just think that they kind of like launched it on the wrong foot, to be honest. And I'm going to explain why. And also why at the end of the day, the expectation that people have from influencers being authentic is unreasonable. Because the minute that you start prioritizing your influence as a business, businesses have strategy, right? So same with influencers. There's a strategy. And then the more you you start growing your income, the more you room you now have to hire an agent, a publicist, a manager. All of these people are making money only if you make money. So their goal also is to ensure that you are strategically aligned with growing your influencer business. And to to ordinary followers and ordinary consumers, that can seem inauthentic, right? That's where we get people saying, oh, Kim Kardashian, like, she's not authentic. Because all she just wants to do is, like, start another business, right? And in some senses, maybe you're right. Um, but at that point, it is a business. Like, her personal brand is such a huge asset that she can start cash-grabby businesses and they still sell out because people that's how much people care about her and and see her as a cultural icon. And so an app like Be Real, I don't think is sustainable just because of how much we value aspiration and how much we as humans need aspiration in order to achieve our goals and achieve our dreams and have somebody to look up to and and have a sneak peek into what's possible for us. You know, like all of these things are not necessarily what people would associate with as authentic like aspiration is like you looking up to somebody that like in some sense you don't really relate to or resonate with but something about them like forces you to put them on a pedestal so here's the thing with be real great concept two issues be real launched with an anti-instagram positioning like that was literally their marketing messaging (laughs) i was like we're not like instagram we're not curated. We're authentic. We're real. Here's the problem, okay? Well, two, actually. One, real is subjective. Real is what you are told is real. Let me give you an example. 
if you're listening to this, maybe you knew that when celebrities get to or influencers get to a certain people of influence, let's let's say it like that, people of influence get to a certain threshold where they have if, if they're a musician, they're signing with a label, right? If they are a celebrity, they're hiring their own publicists and managers and agents. If, if it's a musician, their label is hiring all those people for you. The, pers- the personal brand at that point is now also being shaped by other industry experts' opinions. Your personal brand is being shaped by other industry experts' opinions who know the strategies in order for you to continue to scale your influencer business. And in the case of recording artists, actually, there are some labels that force you to have a certain persona. You have to dress like this. You have to act like this. You have to talk like this. What's next for you? A makeup brand. You're going to launch this. You know, like all of these things. But if you don't work in the industry, you don't know that. So to you, Ariana Grande launching REM Beauty seems authentic. But I would argue, and I don't have actual knowledge of this because I'm not on her team. I don't work for her label. I would argue that that was actually a move by her team. Like, this is what people want from you. This is what people are interested in. This is also what's currently trending. Sounds like we need to enter that conversation. And maybe she was like not as invested or as interested in starting REM Beauty. At least it feels that way because I don't really see her that engaged in the marketing. So it doesn't really feel like it was fully her choice. But again, if you don't have that insider look from the outside, that looks real. Like that, it looks like that's what she wanted to do with her career. You don't know that there are other people kind of in the background advising her and strategically guiding her and things like that in order to continue to scale her, her influence and longevity and, and relevance and career as a whole. So Real is only what you are told is real. That's real. Um, so it's subjective, right? Everybody has a different idea of what a real social media presence look like, of what a real authentic influencer looks like, or what a real authentic celebrity looks like. Everybody has a different opinion. Some people will name Kim Kardashian and other people will not name Kim Kardashian, right? So it varies. Real is subjective. That's one issue. The other issue is that they came out out the gate immediately using Instagram as the crutch to make their marketing successful. That's a problem in a lot of different scenarios, but that's a big problem because you're, they're essentially relying on Instagram to make their brand successful. So they being Be Real. Be Real is is relying on Instagram in order to make their brand successful. They're like, look at Instagram. It's so curated and it's so fake. We're not. And there, there could have been another way to say that, that wouldn't have involved Instagram at all. But the minute that they started using Instagram as a crutch, first of all, it put them on Instagram's radar. Not that they weren't already, because I do think that Instagram, you know, keeps an eye out for any up up and coming apps um, that are competing in their vertical. But it immediately put them on their radar. It's the same thing with Poppy. Poppy loves to do this thing where they're like, we're, we, have, we have less sugar than Coke. And they'll literally use like Coke bottles in their or Coke cans, excuse me, in their marketing to advertise themselves. And I can't imagine that they're not on Coke's radar. I bet they are. 
because they're literally using that brand to compare themselves to, right? And it's kind of become like an essential part of their marketing strategy that like most people know Poppy from those ads. Um, And that's how they made the choice to switch to Poppy because they were like, oh my God, Coke has nearly 40 grams of sugar per can. I don't know. I'm just like, I think it's actually less than that. I think it's like 25 or something, but still a lot. And Poppy has, you know, I don't know, like eight. That's crazy. I'm going to switch to Poppy. So like Poppy wasn't the thing that made them switch. It was Coke. So it's the same thing with Be Real. Be Real is getting users to come to Be Real, not because of them, but because the users that are on Be Real are anti-Instagram. So it's like relying on another brand to market your brand, which is like, there's a better way to do it. Is basically what I'm trying to say. Like, you don't have to rely on another brand to make your brand successful. Um, because it doesn't allow for Be Real to actually establish their own brand identity independent of other apps. It forces them to be dependent on Instagram for their brand identity. You see what I'm saying? So that's an issue too. The other thing is that that I don't think this is mainly why I don't think what Be Real will have a lot of longevity aside from the fact that they're like relying on Instagram to do all of their marketing um, and for their marketing to be successful. And now Instagram went and added the dual camera feature and they're like, okay, haha, we did it. <laughs> Look how easy it was to create your app <laughs> on ours. Um, the thing that worries me the most is that as social media users, Remember there was once a time when Instagram was the place that you went to socialize with your friends, right? And then several years later, you started seeing people use social media apps like Instagram. We're going to use Instagram as an example here. Use Instagram to share their passions, right? We had people in the fashion space like Chiara Ferrani, Danielle Bernstein, Ami Song, Tessa Barton, start posting pictures, and then quickly finding a way to monetize the social media community that they have built on Instagram of people that were interested in the same things that they were. So then we went from, this is just the place I'm going to be to talk to my friends to, this is the place that I'm here to follow my inspirations. And from a social media users, from a social media influencers perspective, you are experiencing something where, you know, and every creator that starts growing experiences this also, where you start out and you're just kind of like posting whatever you want to post, you're sharing your passions, you're maybe a little unfiltered, and then all of a sudden you will find that place in every social media influencer and celebrities feed if you scroll far enough, where there's a switch. And suddenly they're a little bit more curated and suddenly they're a bit more strategic and suddenly what you previously categorized as authenticity is not really there anymore it's more curated now and that's because that's not because they're not real or authentic or genuine anymore it's because they've now realized that they can turn this into a business and businesses have strategies right in order to to leverage their success and so that is what that is what then forces them to show up in a more cur- slightly more curated manner. And it, it varies. Some, some creators do it in a way where it's still relatable and some creators do it in a way where it's aspirational. Each one is, is different. Everybody has different strengths and different things about themselves that 
they want to market in varying ways. Some people want to be inspirational. Some people want to be aspirational. Some people want to be, um, you know, pretty. Some people want to be iconic. Like it all, it all varies. Um, and you attract different audiences through your varying positioning. That's why your personal brand is really important. Um, and so we end up going through the cycles. Basically what I'm trying to say is on social media that you start out, even TikTok started this way. Let's all just share whatever we want to share on this app. Hey, sounds fun. Like I'll do a dancing video, whatever. And then you're like, no, I want to be known for this specific thing. Like I got to tone it down. Like I got to post about the thing I want to be known for. And oh fuck, I'm growing a community. Like that's a lot of people now. I have a hundred thousand followers, not me specifically, but you know, this, an example of an influencer, I have a hundred thousand followers. That's a lot of people. They're all watching me. They're all scrutinizing me. So now then you're feeling the implications of scrutiny, which forces you to maybe even be more curated. Um, if you are an influencer who is making an income off of this, you have more at stake, right? You now have to behave in a certain way, especially if you're signed to a label as an artist or a management agency, or if you have a publicist, like those are all people that are going to help you strategically like position yourself in a way that continues to increase longevity in your career. So from a consumer's perspective, it feels, oh, they're not real anymore. But from an influencer's perspective or celebrity's perspective, it's like, well, now I'm monetizing off of this. Like, I got to be more strategic. I can't just be throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. Like, I really got to make moves here. I got to make moves that make sense. So that's what I'm saying. There's this cycle, right? How does that apply to Be Real? Well, if you go on Be Real now and you start using it now, yeah, it's it's authentic, so to say, like you're there forcing people to take pictures in the moment, right? But we're already seeing a shift where people are now starting their entire day curated as fuck. I'm going to put on my best outfit. I'm going to put on like the best makeup look because the Be Real notification is going to hit today. and I'm going to look fucking fire. That's curated. But then at the same time, that defeats the message of what the app was trying to do. Because we're in this culture where social media is a business, social media exposes things, good and bad, of all of its users. It forces people to be a little bit more curated. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think if you're doing it wisely, there's nothing wrong with that. Every single one of your favorite people of influence have personal brands that are all curated. Why? To establish boundaries, to not share some insecurities that they have maybe, to not give access to certain things. And so, you know, with Be Real, that may happen also, where people may like crack the code on finding a way to, to make Be Real more curated and more aspirational. And the thing with an app like that is if you see something where you think that somebody is like, this is how they naturally wake up or this is how they naturally are in the moment, when in reality they have like selected a specific angle that they know works, they've put on a face of makeup that they feel confident in, they put on an outfit that they feel confident in and they took a picture, in reality that's curated. But they have told you that that's what's real. So the point always goes back to the fact that like real is only what you are told is real. 
being real is subjective. And that's why when be real was like, this is what it means to be real. Like you can't just own that phrase because it is so subjective. And we've all already seen having been on social media for so long, the evolution from reality to a curated reality. And it happens with every social media app. It has happened with Instagram. It has happened with Snapchat, especially when filters were introduced to Snapchat. It has happened on TikTok. It's going to happen on every other social media app. Because at the end of the day, we as humans have insecurities about who we really are. And so they're going to we're going to find a way to mask those insecurities even on an app that sends a random notification at the middle of the day thanks for tuning in to kindly gifted to support the podcast please leave a review share with your friends and don't forget to subscribe make sure you follow me on tiktok at kate mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager see you on the next episode of kindly gifted